top. <laughs> Hello, this is Laughter on Tap, the channel devoted to laughter. Stay tuned and enjoy laughing with us. <laughs> Welcome to the fifth episode of Laughter on Tap, and I am delighted to welcome Maitreya Salomero to this Hello. episode. Hello, Maitreya. <laughs> and uh, would you like to tell us something about yourself, maybe, or and maybe about your name? Um, so, well, my name is actually the name of a Buddha, uh, but I'm actually originally from Spain. Wow, and your accent is remarkable. So we oh, thank you. Yes, <laughs> worked really hard on it. <laughs> so um, now, just a bit of background. So I think your current job, your you did a degree in English, and mm -hmm. your current job, you work for a video game company. Yeah, tell us what so, you do for video games. So I'm a language localizer. So basically, I test video games to check language and. Um, I do English and Spanish, um, so I have to check for grammar mistakes and spellings and um, that it actually sounds proper to the target audience. <laughs> um, so yeah, it's quite fun. It's it's not the ideal that I would say, but it's fun. <laughs> yes, that's great. Good. Um, now we met through writing, so tell yeah. us about your writing journey. Oh gosh, so I've always been writing scripts. Uh, I think the first one, I was eight years old. That was the first play I ever did. And it was just through play and repetition. And through that, we built a play. And from then on, I've always been writing scripts. Um, I, when I was 12, I was like, I want to be a producer and a, and a film director and a script writer. Um, and then I think at 18, between 18 and 19, I wrote 300 page script. Uh, it didn't work out and somehow I just gave up on writing for six years and when I moved to London I got to know about the challenge 28 plays later by the, the literal challenge and after that it just got me to writing again I was like actually I can do this I can actually write and I can actually do this thing so yeah that's brilliant and we met because I also done challenges with the literal challenge and mm -hmm. this year was my first time doing the 28 plays in February but you've done it already this was your third time I third think. time yeah which is brilliant so yes a, a real plug there for anyone who wants to try writing definitely try. yes and coming in Spanish for the first time this June wow that's brilliant <laughs> and the, the, the challenge in June is going to be writing short stories isn't it yes Brilliant. So that's really good. Okay, so let's go back to the most important subject of this podcast, which is laughter. And yeah. <laughs> um, you have had a, a difficult time in some ways through your life, you've suffered yeah. depression. So that's a very interesting angle and something that it would be great to understand if laughter's had any part in, in dealing with that and your current yeah. situation. So to tell us anything about laughter for you. Oh gosh. So it's always been a big part of my of my life. Uh I was told that apparently as a baby I would be alone caught in a room alone and I would just be laughing my ass off. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Which apparently to my cousin 14 at the time it was absolutely terrifying. Uh... <laughs> yes, I could imagine that would be quite scary. A baby maniac <laughs> laughing. 
<laughs> uh, so it's always been a big part of, of my identity, I would say. Uh, but at some point in my early teens, um, I struggled a lot with depression. I didn't know it was that then. And um, I, I do remember just going into the early days of YouTube, watching full videos and people falling and hitting themselves, you know, and that was my moment of laughing and having some sort of joy yeah. um, in my life. So that was, I guess it was a release way of, of handling and coping with what was going on emotionally, internally. It's evolved over the years. I don't go out of my way to look for them now, but... Um. <laughs> so on some level, you sort of knew you needed to laugh and yeah. there was that outlet was to find these yeah. very funny sort of people falling over videos. Uh, <laughs> it sounds awful when you put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean... It... <laughs> make us wonder why we laugh at videos like that it, it makes us feel better that we don't we're not falling over and smashing our face on the floor yeah I think in my case it was because I'm very I'm a very clumsy person so I knew that could be me and it made me laugh really good um but it's good to know that now you don't have to seek that out so you obviously no, exactly, have ways yeah. to to laugh um yeah. maybe in life, life itself yeah. um, so how important is laughter do you think in your life now oh in my life i think it's a massive part um in with the job that i have uh because i was on a longer project we ended up having a lot of inside jokes <laughs> and it got to a point that almost every day I had a, a laughing attack at least once a day. And now that I'm not working on that project anymore, I miss it. It's just, oh gosh, I miss this kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, but nowadays laughter is really easy and it comes very easily to me. And sometimes it's just the stupidest of things. Like the other day, I think I went out and I forgot my, my phone in the house. <laughs> I was wearing my, my Bluetooth spe uh, headphones. And when I got into the elevator, I was like, wait, I don't have my phone. <laughs> <laughs> so the music went off and uh, you didn't know why. <laughs> That's why I noticed I forgot my phone. <laughs> So I, I laugh at those things. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I, I sort of laugh at things like that as well. Like yeah. When I go to put orange juice into my tea or something. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 <Yeah>. <laughs> that kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, I, I was just say let's have a break for laughter, but I don't think we need to have a break. So tell us about your journey to London. You're, you've lived in New Zealand, you've yes. lived in Spain, then you came to London. Um, how do you think that's helped you as well and and how is that connected with the sort of positive emotions and stuff oh gosh so 
um, when I was in New Zealand, I was severely depressed and um, I didn't realize at the time, but then the last months that I was there, now when I look back, I kind of like, who's this person? I, I, I had a moment after coming back of looking back and just looking at myself almost as a out of body experience. Yeah. I couldn't relate to that person mm-hmm. at all. Um, so coming back was a moment of, I need to do something to change how I'm feeling. Mm-hmm. This is not going to change if I stay here. This is not where I actually need to be. I need to be in London. And I knew that since I visited London for the first time when I was 14 years old. Uh, not 14 years old, 2014. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> I did visit London when I was 14 years old as well, but yeah. <laughs> it didn't count. <laughs> so that was the moment that I realized London's my place to be and it feels like home. Wow. And when I got to Spain, I had a bit of five months of what have I done? I need to go back to New Zealand. I'm an idiot. What have I done? Um, And then after three months, I started getting out from there and I started realizing I need to move to London. And, And it took me another month to get this strength and courage of saying, "Okay, I have no idea how I'm going to do it. But at the end of November, I'm in London and that's it. And it sort of just fell through and it it all happened very naturally. And I got to London without a job, without nothing at all, and got a job within three days and a house within another week. I lived at a hostel for 10 days (laughs) and then everything just fell through. Like it was so easy compared to moving to New Zealand was such a fight to be able to stay there. It took me four months to get a visa. Wow. Um, So it was it was hard to be there um, because it took me so long to even start life. Um, and moving to London has just been an uphill climb, I would say. But at the same time, it's been so rewarding. Yes. Yeah. Um, it's been uphill, but every time it's like I'm enjoying this mm. and I love this. And it's hard, but I love this. And I'm learning about myself and I'm becoming better with myself and I feel more confident and I love myself more. And these things that I didn't like about myself, I'm actually now aware of it. I'm not pushing it to the side of it doesn't exist. And I'm improving those things. And it's been such a lovely journey to self-discovery and self-love, I would say. And with that, happiness has been more a constant kind of thing for the last two years which has been really nice yeah that's brilliant and I think you did mention Mm -hmm. when we talked before about the fact that in some ways lockdown and the covid time has helped Mm. you to face some of those or recognize that you were denying some emotions oh gosh I was denying (laughs) so many emotions I've always lived with oh yes I'm very emotional I'm very sensitive and then at the same time I didn't allow anger I didn't allow sadness properly I would get annoyed if I was sad for a very long period of time Uh, like sort of how dare you feel this way kind of thing and nowadays I'm I'm more okay with that you feel angry because of this and this and you're allowed to be angry yes you know and it's okay and um, it's a very different process now I'm able to drop it more easily whereas before it would take me a week to go over something now it's taken me within a few hours to a day and yeah it's it's been a lovely period of self-discovery I would say <laughs> that's brilliant and I'm sure lots of people will, will yeah. relate to that and, and yeah okay um now let's talk about humor itself okay. so we know already that you find people falling over funny um yeah. <laughs> what <laughs> but you don't binge watch those videos so much so can yeah. you tell us of any development in your humor what would you say you now find funny 
and maybe oh, give gosh. us an example of that sort of humour. I absolutely love the absurdity, um, circumstantial kind of jokes and puns. Those usually are the funniest to me. And I find them even more funny when it takes me a couple of seconds to clock it in. Yes. Because that's the moment that, oh my God, it went over my head for like two seconds, finally, <laughs> and I just lose it. Um, but I would say, and also the moment where the brain just cannot cope with the situation is like, you have to do the thing, but it's hurting you. It doesn't matter. You have to do the thing. And I love those moments of the brain just not realizing, let's rationalize this thing. Nope, just do the thing. <laughs> <laughs> that's brilliant yeah I think I know what you mean can you give us an example of something like that that's found you funny that you found oh funny? my god <laughs> uh there was one and she will probably hate me for telling this story once again because <laughs> this was my flatmate at the time um and I asked her to close the window for me uh for my room and as she did this one of my cactus fell off <laughs> and so the moment of that situation she was like I have to not allow it to fall off so she grabbed it <laughs> she, she grabbed it from the spiky bit <laughs> and she was like she could not she was like i cannot drop this until i leave it somewhere but i'm hurting myself <laughs> and she was just like looking around the room with a cactus in her hands that's wow. she finally dropped it <laughs> on that day I had to help her get the spikes out of her hands <laughs> wow that is amazing yeah, I love those moments yeah so uh, maybe that links to the next question which is what sort of humor do you choose so that's oh, life but if you want to what I mean we know what videos you watch on YouTube we know now what well I used to watch yes yeah. you used to watch in your more advanced humor days, what do you sort of choose as your humor? Oh gosh, puns. I absolutely love puns and any absurdity, just the absurd. Um, so I usually like a very deadpan kind of humor as well. When someone delivers something so deadpan, it's just, oh, I love it. Yeah. It's just, it's just great, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think in terms of movies or films, you mentioned Monty Python mm -hmm. as a oh yeah so uh my dad he's 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 a humorist on on his, on his own uh he just makes jokes constantly constantly and i think he was very much influenced by monty python and um mr bean as well and it was that kind of humor uh playing on words and a lot of puns um so i've grown up with that and i've always loved that kind of humor and it's it's yeah I definitely have been uh, influenced by my father making those jokes <laughs> as I was growing up. I know you told me that uh, your father, you've timed him and he sort of basically makes a joke every minute, really. Yeah, yeah. If he's a, 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 a his moment of um, zen for humour, yeah, can go and go one per minute, yeah. yeah <laughs> um, okay, let's talk about uh your laugh itself so um do you have different laughs and I, would say I think so. you 
you did mention what sort of laugh you've got and how people have described it. What, what would you say about that? Many years ago, they described it as you're a screeching kind of dying witch while laughing, <laughs> um, which I don't see it. <laughs> um, but if I go high pitched and I, it's a moment where I just can't stop, I guess that could be because I, I, I cry while I laugh very easily so when it gets to that point it gets to a moment of like is she actually crying or is she laughing <laughs> and I remember I used to have these moments on a train with my classmates and it there was one time that my classmates were please my trade just stop people are looking at, at us weird because they think you're crying and we're not giving you support you're just <laughs> laughing <laughs> <laughs> yes, I would say people... that I, I, it varies depends on the day yeah 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 I've had people embarrassed at my laughter or crying in cinemas especially so I... yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's brilliant um okay well uh, I think we're coming towards the end one thing I yeah. would like to ask you is what advice would you give to anybody anyone regarding laughter Oh gosh. So if it's been a very long time without you laughing, uh, sit down and start thinking about things because something's going wrong <laughs> and you probably need a laugh. <laughs> and, um, and that does fit in very nicely with what you said earlier about, you know, sometimes we deny emotions and, yeah. you know, we be thinking we're great and we keep saying we're great but actually sometimes we're not and to take mm -hmm. stock can be very yeah difficult. yeah exactly yeah it's important <laughs> um what uh what has this made you feel do you think it's good to analyze laughter or has has this been sort of a good thing to do do you think what how do you feel it is I think any kind of analyzing emotions uh it's a positive thing so laughter falls into that because it comes from joy as well um so it, it, i think it's a very positive thing that you're doing here <laughs> oh good good that's nice well i'm so grateful to have met you and to have had this oh, opportunity to speak to you thank to you <laughs> it's really nice and to share a few moments of joyous reaction to life which is really great so thank you so much Maitre. any anything else that you'd like to say before we finish uh if you're a writer and you want to get writing and challenge yourself for a month sign up for like the pros in june brilliant thank you thank you so much <laughs> i hope we shall meet again very soon bye-bye bye-bye <laughs> Ha ha ha!